It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, righty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Friday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here with you on this very windy, windy day. Ooh. Windy. Winds of change. This morning? Yeah. My goodness, it was raining sideways. Yeah. And it was nasty. Some thunder there. And some weird thunder. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, and, and who knows what... Uh, What's about to come? Right now, it's actually really nice outside. It's not bad. But I think in the days to come, we could be ready to start buckling up. So, listen, everybody. You know, this is just the uh, PSA from your good friend TV Justin here. Um, It's going to get cold. It's going to get really cold. Like, really cold. And uh, now, I can't promise about the snow. You know, know, it's going to snow somewhere. But how bad is it and how many inches we're going to get, I, I'm going to stay away from that because I don't know enough about that. Do you think we are going to get it, though? We're going to see some snow. Just uh, but, but I, different variations. Different variations Eight of inches snow. one day, well, one inch hold the on. next. No one's saying anything about eight inches, but you know, I, I, would, I, would, I would settle down on the amount. Is it going to snow or is somebody going to look out their window and see some snow falling uh, under the sound of our voice? Absolutely. I believe that is going to happen. Um, how much of the snow are they going to see? That is the part I'm going to hold back on. Uh, what I do know uh, and feel very confident in is the fact that it's about to get really cold and it's going to be really cold for a really long time. Um, for the next uh, week or so, uh, we're looking at temperatures and, and these are the temperatures they're giving me at, that they're giving me here. Sunday night, 16 for the low. Monday night, 11. Tuesday night, 7. Uh, Wednesday night is a balmy 22. Uh, Thursday is 19. Next Friday, 8 degrees. Saturday, 8 degrees. Sunday, 14 degrees. These are the low temperatures. So don't say no one told you. Don't say, why is it so cold? I don't understand. Understand. It's about to get cold. It's about to stay cold. And yes, we could see some snow showers Sunday night into Monday morning. How much? is yet to be determined. If you think that's cold, that's nothing compared to what it's going to be like in Buffalo this weekend for their game against the Steelers yep. and Kansas City. Kansas City. And their game against Miami. I've been to a Chiefs-Titans game in December Yes, when it was like one degree. Yeah. It's going to be colder than that. Yeah. I was at They're the, saying negative temps. At the AFC Championship game in 2019, which was a January game, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, I think kickoff temperature was 11 uh, with the wind chill clearly minus something, yeah. minus 11 or something like that. I was in New England for the 03 Titans Patriots playoff game. Oh, yeah. Wind chill yeah. like minus 30 mm. for that game. Jeez. It was, Jeez. It was crazy. Forgive Drew Brent, Drew Bennett. For, you know, yeah. For this. He makes, makes it great. He giveth and he taketh yeah. away. Mm. He made an unbelievable mm. catch. And then went, oh! Minus 30. You can you can oh! kind, of, kind of forgive him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, all right. So today, every day we wake up, we're like, 
what goodies do we have today? Well, it's like Christmas every day well, for Sports Talk Radio host. What do we have today? Oh, wait a minute. What? New week? You just, Bill Belichick was yesterday. Yeah. You you hired your coach today? Today. Oh. Don't need. Was, oh, it was already in place? Oh, okay. Yes. Gerard, Gerard Mayo, a uh, former volunteer, is going to be the youngest coach, head coach in the NFL. And he is going to be the successor of one Bill Belichick. Yeah. And that's why, because apparently... They already had this in writing. They had this, they had this they had done paperwork. behind the scenes. They wrote paperwork. You know what this is like? This is almost like, you know, someone, um, and, you know, and no one looks forward to to, to anybody uh, passing, but this, this almost feels like a family that was fighting over something after someone passed, and they didn't know there was a will this whole time. And someone breaks out a will and just says, yeah, this item goes to this person. What? Yeah, this item goes to this person. It's been it's been here in this piece of paper for years. I don't know why no one knew, but there was never a need for a debate or a fight. This was never in question. This item was always going to go to this person. It was it's been written right here in this file cabinet for years. So there's been a lot of debate, but you know, this was already a done deal. That yeah. Gerard Mayo, former University of Tennessee volunteer, by the way. DJ Damon. Here Nothing in his orange jumpsuit. He probably he, he, okay, he has no. He has no. I know you said Gerard Mayo. I know. I just it, didn't want to yeah. say too much. I was trying to, you know, be I didn't different. Wanna, be different. Trying to be different. Right. Not okay. jump in the minute we say something about the volunteers. <laughs> right. But I'm wearing my orange in honor of Gerard Mayo. Guys, did you know he went to the University of Tennessee? (laughs) Yes. He's a Vol. He's a BFL. BFL. Did you guys know that? So obvious. No, Damon, tell us more. He was the linebacker back in the day. (laughs) Yes, he he was. (laughs) He was one of the best linebackers ever. Yes, he was very good. Very good. He was very, very Very, good. Very, very good. Very good. Now he's the youngest head coach in the NFL. My question is, you think that's probably the reason why Belichick was told, hey, it's time to move on so we can give this guy a chance? Because we got him here. He's been in training. No, if they went 13-4, and four, Bill yeah. Belichick would still be the coach. I mean, I'm, that's what I'm saying. But They went 4-13. and 13. <laughs> Yeah. But two years he's been bad, right? Uh, three years. Well, okay then. So it's like, Bill, let's give the young brother a chance. Yeah, they've been, what, the last three years they have not made the playoffs. Is that, that correct? That is correct, yeah. And then the year before that is the Titans' yeah. blowout win over them in the playoffs, right? Yes, yes. So, that mean, i got to start liking the New England Patriots. You don't have to do anything. No, you don't. Okay, There's a lot of you. other volunteers in the league. Y- yes, there are. Okay, thank so you. So, you don't have to. You don't just, have to do anything. No. Uh, we're going to talk to Bill Keen in about five minutes. I don't know if uh, Man. people have noticed. There's also college football news, too. There is. Yeah. And it looks like Alabama has set their sights in on Kalen DeBoer. It looks like it's all but done. I mean, yeah. they're in talks. They're in talks. They're in what, talks. What, what are they talking about? The menu well, at the cafeteria? Listen, hold on, though. They were in talks with Rich Rodriguez, too, and they signed him. And then. But J- Justin. You know, like, and, and listen. That's they, kind of a one off deal. Like, they, it's not going to happen twice. They hired Mike Price as well. And then. He never coached a game because, you know. Well, but he did become the coach. He just never coached a game. Yeah, listen, I'm just saying that, you know, things happen down there at that particular school. That's all I'm saying. Well, you're you're right. They have had some goofiness. They've had some episodes. They have. You know, at that particular particular institution. He doesn't strike me as that type. He doesn't. He seems 
very grounded, and this just in, a really good football coach. I, I think the university has also learned a few lessons uh, since that time as well. Uh, to maybe so try to make sure those kind of things don't happen in the one future. would hope so he probably might, not he might not get a university card no <laughs> might have some restrictions on it <laughs> maybe some text alerts linked to it coach you can use the university credit card just there's certain places it will not work i you know it'll be denied yeah I, you know I'm, again i imagine there's some text alerts linked to the card <laughs> <laughs> Car gets, it, it, coach, car gets ran in certain places. I have, imagine some text alerts will go off. It back may have a GPS attached to it, just so just you know. Instantaneous. Instantaneous. I, I just hope he brings that same defense he had in Washington with him because it's going to be a lot of running over him like Michigan did. Just saying. He's already with the but they, they were in the national championship game. Yeah, but that defense is terrible. So, hey, bring it with them. Yeah, right. well, that's okay. fine. That's fine. Okay. I'm not worried about okay. it. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You know, he, he, they, they, he's on that other stuff with the Tennessee and the Alabama thing. By the way, Dan Lanning was, um, you know, like the first one out of the gates with the with the Nick Saban news, right? It was Dan Lanning. Well, he beat Dan Lanning twice last year. Yeah. And then there's just Team Texas. They're they're in the SEC. I guess not officially yet, but they're going to be next year, right? No, be, officially now the season's well, over. Well, no, but I think it's not till after, not till I guess after basketball. The these sports, oh, right? It's not official till these. I mean, sports. if you if you want to look at it that way, that's fine. Well, I mean, football wise, I guess you could say yes. yes. I'm saying it's I, not I, official. I see, official. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Like they I haven't see, they haven't I moved in just. No, yet. I got you. I, I mean, got they you. got a U-Haul parked outside. I got you. They just haven't moved in. Well, yet. the football the football department's moving you in. You think they're moving now? The in basketball right department has to wait, but the football department. Is already started to move in. Yeah. Yeah. So the the spring sports, so that's not official, but you know, Texas is gonna be in the SEC next year. He just beat Texas too. So I mean, I think he'll be all right. Remember his record, one oh four and twelve? That's pretty good. So yeah, we're we'll gonna beat all but Texas I mean, this is SEC. It just means more. That's yes. the slogan. Yeah, they're they're in the SEC now. So yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll get used to that slogan. All right. So but it's kind of meant, you know, it's it's always been a big deal in austin too they get used to get beaten hopefully yeah so i think it's a i we don't know we'll see how what that what you know what that hire ends up yeah. being it's not I mean, official he, he's but, got no sec experience no um but that's not a requirement for success necessarily uh within the conference nick saban did have sec experience but uh, you know let's pause here and remember nick saban wasn't your typical situation either um, not often do you, are you able to find a national championship yeah. winning head coach in the middle of his prime who's ready to return to college. Yeah, that's it was pretty rare. Special set of circumstances. Pretty and who's who was disgruntled in the NFL and was ready to come back. Kind of like well, it's kind of like what Michigan did. It's yeah, kind of the luck of the draw for them. Yeah, well, it's a little different for them in that they you know they were trying to get Jim Harbaugh to come back home in their case, come back to. Okay, you know, so I, I'm not sure if Jim Harbaugh never played in Michigan. I don't, I don't know if he if he takes that job. I just, I wonder if he actually takes yeah, that job if he fair. never, if he never plays at Michigan. Yeah, right. Considering he, right, he didn't have the Alabama ties. Yeah, yeah. The background. No, no. Jim Nick Saban Harbaugh didn't. Yeah, obviously, you know, Michigan man through yeah, and through. Right, no doubt. Okay, but we'll keep our look. What what happened from that search? And you know, it looks like, like I said, Kalen DeBoer is going to be the next coach. 
at Alabama, what he did do, and we'll talk about this with Bill, he got a lot of other coaches some raises. He did. And some more security. He did. Sark. Yep. Dan Lanning. Mm-hmm. Mike Norvell. Mike Norvell. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that's what happens. You get to use that as leverage. Yeah. And it also stopped them from going to some NFL jobs, too, because that, that's the other thing that's going to happen after a while. You know, and it hasn't happened yet, but after a while, some of these NFL teams are going to start looking around, like the Carolina Panthers and a few other people, and go, who's going to take this job? Uh, hey, how about the guy at, you know, whatever? You know, ex-university. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm serious. I mean, that's... That's what happens here when the when the musical chairs and the music stops uh, pretty soon. Some of these teams with undesirable jobs are going to start calling people at fill-in-the-blank university to see if they're interested in going to the NFL. And most of them will say, yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Come back, Bill Keen. We'll talk some college football with him. We'll get his thoughts on everything that has transpired. Been a crazy week in the NFL and in college football. We'll get Bill's thoughts next here on the McFarland Show. We're live here in the Strikers Bear Family Fund Center studio right here on Nashville Sports Radio. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Attention business owners. WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039. 615-844-1039 or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. 
It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. It's been a crazy week here on the show. It's been a crazy week for shows in general. Crazy week in sports. Back here on The McFarland Show, Darren and Justin here live in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon all decked out in his orange jumpsuit. Here with us, it's not because you know he's been picking up trash on the side of the road. He's a big Falls fan, so it's Tennessee orange. Mm-hmm. And um, by the way, you can watch the show every day as well: Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. You just got a big salute there from Justin. Thank you. Uh, and on our YouTube page, if you just type in WNSR Live right now, you can also communicate with us. You can leave us comments, and we can chat back and forth. Let's chat with Bill Keen. His week is over, so we greatly appreciate him. Uh, Jumping back in the fray, big show this morning for him, downtown Omni, uh, where they do that once a month and starts at 6 o'clock, ends at 9 o'clock. He talks college football, and this has been like a dream for him. By the way, Todd Rodamel will appreciate this story. Bill, I got my knee slapped by Nick Saban on the air, and it was very, very audible at the downtown Omni. Many, many years ago, back in the right, right after it had opened, they had probably been open maybe a year. Wow. Yeah. Did you, did you, so when you take a shower, you make sure you don't clean that knee, right? You leave it. Well, it's been a while. So, um, I think those, (laughs) that's, that's long gone. I asked him about keeping everybody happy, keeping five-star recruits happy and waiting their turn to play and before he answered he was sitting next to me and before he said a word he literally and I ended my my question he slapped me really hard on the on my knee and you could hear it it went out over the air and then he answered the question and I sat there a little bit in disbelief for several minutes like did Nick Saban just slap me on the knee <laughs> he did yeah that's true so you've been telling us he wasn't going to retire Bill and now he's retired. Why? I was shocked. I, matter of fact, I've known I knew Chris Lowe when he was at the Rock Hill Herald, and we used to room together on the road when we would travel. Mm. And so he's he's closer to Nick than anybody in the media. Period. Nobody nobody comes close. And when he reported, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe Chris. And I just there's no way. And a minute or two later, it was obvious it was accurate. I was shocked. I I thought he had another five years in him. 
And then I thought, okay, there's got to be, as you saw on social media, maybe the suggestion that there was an illness somewhere. That's not true either. Mm -mm. It's a culmination of he's 72. But here's, here's what accelerated his aging. It was this season. The entire vigilante fiasco, which is college football, meaning off the field, coupled with the season he had, not knowing what to do with the quarterback position, sitting Milrow for the USF game, looking like you're not a top 100 team in that game, somehow putting him back in the lineup, finding an offense that suited his abilities, and ending up good enough to win a national championship is an exhilarating story, and I think it broke him. I'm, I'm sure this season, coupled with the new environment, just expedited his, his tenure. And he said, guys, I just can't do this anymore. I cannot grind it anymore, which shocked me. Do you believe he was a lot like Coach K? I, I don't know. I don't really know. Like I feel strongly about Coach K, but... Um, who was it, um, the Villanova coach, Jay Wright? Um, maybe the new landscape of college athletics as we know it, NIL, transfer portal, you know, all d- just basically college athletics today that the old guard, especially the Hall of Fame old guard, is like, man, I'm too old for this nonsense. Like, I'm out. Do you think that factored in? I mean, I know you just kind of laid that, but I – I kind of feel like that was really the driving force for Nick Saban to say, man, I'm not going to negotiate, you know, money with 18 year olds. Like I'm 72 years old. The job used to be all encompassing and very difficult. Chasing recruits has always been hard paying players and not getting caught. They've been doing that forever. That's hard. Now that's all on the up and up. The problem you have is probably at a lot of the places with resources, you don't go a day without coming across your desk. Somebody's not happy. Yep. And it's based on the locker room and it's mm-hmm. based on they got the money. How come the new guy got the money? He hadn't done as much as me, mm-hmm. but he's the new guy and you needed to get him. There's always a problem with that. And and it's, it's never going to end. Now, guys, they, they are – there's legislation, meaning NCAA, that I think they're going to pass, probably which will be ready for 25, maybe before. And it's going to allow the colleges to actually pay. Now it's just a big lie based on a collective, but we all know, wink, wink, how it's going. This will make it NCAA legal for the universities to pay, and they'll probably come up with some NFL-style system to to legislate this and i would say guys that's going to be in place i'm going to be conservative within a year but it might get accelerated to begin in 24 meaning the season you told us nick doesn't have a life football is his life what is he going to do now they're giving him an office and he's gonna hang around i don't know what that entails and if you're if you're nick you can't be, first of all, he's the best ever, but it's still kind of weird to have the old man hanging around. You can't have him 
hanging around the football facility and just sticking his head in rooms, right? That, Kalen DeBoer doesn't need that, and the team doesn't need that. I'm not sure. That's just a way for him to have a place to go and a way to pay him because you could pay him $10 million a year and it wouldn't be enough for what he's done for you. And, again, I don't know what his agreement is money-wise from here on out, but it's just, it's just honoring him. And, and, guys, the other thing is a few months ago there was an announcement that he, his company purchased $700 million worth of Mercedes South Florida dealerships. So he's added that to his list. I'm sure that'll keep him somewhat busy. He can always just count his money. I mean, that, yeah, just sit around. That would yeah. take a while. And they built, now in the last year, they built an $18 million, or bought an $18 million place in Jupiter, in Jupiter, Florida, too. Probably some of that. I've got, you just brought up Kalen DeBoer. That's where I was going next. I've got a buddy, uh, and I was, I'll just leave all the particulars out. Um, he works with uh, Kalen DeBoer's sister, and he has screenshotted a text, uh, the thread that they've been having back and forth today, and she is say, she's essentially saying it's done, but she also said it's not done yet. It's not finalized. It's been a crazy day, but it's not finalized yet. And and Justin was quick to remind me in the first segment that, you know, crazy stuff have happened. Like, you can't just assume. Like, there has been, you know, Rich Rod and Mike Price and, you know, some crazy stuff around an Alabama football coach. But it does seem like Kalen DeBoer, this is – all but you know the ink isn't isn't drying just yet. Maybe not everything is signed. I know they're they're in talks, but it looks like he's the next guy up. I think the assumption from both sides is he's going to be the Alabama coach. Now, what the particulars are, and he was making four four point two at Washington. That might triple. He, he'll get he's going to get eight figures out of this, and um, I think the assumption everywhere is he's done. At Washington. Okay. So, you've been covering this league for a long time. You know it's a different animal, and I'm not doing just because they have the slogan, it just means more, but it does. Can, and I don't know how much you've talked about, how many, who you've talked to that knows him really well. I don't know. Maybe you know him. You tell us. How do you think he will handle? Because you know. When you walk into this job, no matter how good you are, wherever you've been, it's a different world when you walk into Tuscaloosa and you're now the Alabama football coach. Why are you, do you, how do you feel like he will handle that position? And you're sitting at Nick Saban's desk. I told you this story, right? It's true. Nick Saban has a James Bond button on his desk so when people come in to visit he has a button he pushes and the door metal door is closed behind you that's true i've seen it no, yes it's a true, yes it's, it's a true story mm-hmm. and i know people have gone in there and said that when those doors close behind you 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 want to faint it's, it's that intimidating but but yeah kalen DeBoer, i think he'll do a good job but kalen DeBoer doesn't know what he doesn't know mm-hmm. meaning until you're there and and let's say it's the first moment the first day or so or the second day you're sitting there and nobody else is in there and you've talked to the media and you've talked to 
Greg Byrne, and you've been on the phone with prospective assistants, but you're just sitting there looking around, and you're thinking, what the bleep? Like, wow. And the difference in that job is Washington wants you to win, and if you're not going to win, they're going to fire you. Alabama sends you to the guillotine (laughs) if you don't win. They don't just fire you. They kill you, right? And so – he doesn't know what he doesn't know, but he will find out in about two days once he gets on that campus in his office. So other guys got raises. I don't blame them. I don't fault them. Hey, leverage is a beautiful thing. We all love would love to have leverage, right? And whenever you get it, you take advantage of it. So a lot of guys got new contracts and raises and extensions and all that good stuff. Do you believe, from the people you've talked to, this was – Kalen DeBoer's job to take, uh, you know, how do you think this process, were these other guys really in the mix or was this always his? In these searches, as you guys know, it's always done in a clandestine way to where you never admit that you got turned down. And most of the time that remains vague, remains nebulous. I'm told that Nick was pushing Sarkeesian. He wanted Steve Sarkeesian. That was his hand-picked guy. Lane Kiffin probably didn't have a chance because the AD, Greg Byrne, doesn't like him. And you got to remember Lane Kiffin's last moment in Alabama was making a fool out of himself in the Washington December of 16 Washington semifinal game where he looked and acted inebriated is his play calling and actions were just strange. And remember he got fired right after that. Didn't make it to the championship game. Now he's matured a lot, but that hurt him. I, I think he was in it, but that hurt him. And I do think, I do think Dan Lanning was in it. Now what pecking order, you're never going to get anybody to admit to, I will say, I think this hire is the best hire. All right, Bill. So is Jim Harbaugh really leaving Michigan? He won the chip. It's great. If you're them, is he really leaving Michigan? I still think so. That contract's unsigned. It's been sitting there for months and it's a monster. 10 years, 12 million, 12.5, whatever it is. And Ian Ward Manuel don't get along. And he doesn't like the current environment. And he just did the most you can possibly do. It makes sense that he's going to take an NFL job. Hmm. I, I it, it makes no sense to me. And again, Jim's a quirky guy. So what makes sense to me might not make sense to him either. But <laughs> I just can't see him staying. It makes, it, it makes little common sense to me. All right, if that's the case, then, is Sherrard Moore the shoe-in to be the next head coach at Michigan, or are they going to give a legitimate search to somebody else? I think he is. I think he is. I think not that you – not that the team has to say so, but publicly something you have to acknowledge, and he's got overwhelming support on that team, no question. And and being the interim coach when Jim was out is good, and he did a good job. That's not the same as being the permanent head coach, but he passed the test. He did well. Yeah. And I do think if you were laying odds, he would be the odds-on 
favorite. Now, Jesse Minter, the defensive coordinator there, who was at Vanderbilt just two years ago, mm. is a fast-rising dude. The job he did at defense was stout, and he's done a wonderful job there. He's going to get a gig somewhere, probably not this year, but he's, he's going to get uh, some mentions, too, in the near future. Who takes the Washington job? Uh, the offensive coordinator there uh, is very, very highly thought of. I think they've already been talking to him. I think it's Coach Grubb. I do not know him very well, but he is a offensive whiz kid, and I think they want to hand it off to him. Okay. Thank you for that. I did not. I, I had no idea, but that's why we have you on. I was like, I, I don't know who would take that job there. All right. Bill, the, the legacy of football, and I'm not talking about college football. I'm just talking about football in general. Has yeah. uh, has changed this week, obviously, with some of the biggest names in coaching ever uh, seemingly either changing addresses or walking away altogether. Um, and it's it's almost unfair, Bill, because you, you can't do each one justice because they're all walking and changing at the same time. Uh, the guy who's got swept away with all of this is Pete Carroll, uh, who's calling it a career essentially at the age of 72 after an outstanding pro career with 10 playoff appearances in 14 years, which is really good, as you know. Um, and, you know, not to mention what he did at USC. And then, of course, you got the GOAT with Nick Saban and Bill Belichick walking away. Bill, how are you digesting this? How This, this is a lot in one week, and the football world is losing a lot of institutional knowledge and and. And, and and faces and people here and styles very suddenly. We were talking about that this morning. You know, when you're studying history or it could be something non-sports related, historical, or maybe it's sports related. You look back and you take note that that moment there was a changing. We're seeing a changing of the guard. Literally. We're mm-hmm. seeing the old famous names who probably could still do well. Yes, sir. Moving on, and the next generation is taking over. That is exactly the point in time where we are. Who's the longest tenure coach in the SEC right now? The football coach for Coach Cal is the basketball coach. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it crazy? <laughs> Kentucky has the two longest tenure coaches in the conference. Hey, guys, let me let me leave you something. I don't know if you want to discuss it later on your show. Name situations. How many you can recall where a superstar head football coach, college coach, successor comes in and meets expectations? Well, the Gosh. problem is how many more examples can you come up with other than, you know, like Nick Saban, do we have to go back to Paul Bear Bryant? Like, who are the – you have to come up with the – I mean, those, about, are, you, those are huge You mean shoes. immediate, Bill? You're talking about the next hire? Correct. Okay. Next guy. The Gotta next guy. The next guy. And how big – so does Urban Meyer count at Florida? Does Urban Meyer count at Ohio State? Like, what? Are, who are the examples? That's what I guess for up to us to determine. That's what he's asking, I think. Bobby Bowden. Okay, there's a good one. Yeah. Now, he, he he flamed out last, they call it the lost decade. It, it really, and they couldn't get him out of there. It was sad. They named Jimbo as the successor. Jimbo won a championship in 13. They had to build it back up. 
that was pretty good. Jimbo hadn't done so well since, as mm-hmm. we know. Mm-hmm. The best example that I can think of, guys, and this is going on back, is Bob Devaney in Nebraska in the early 70s won back-to-back national championships in 70 and 71, handed the ball to Dr. Tom in 72. That's probably the best handoff I can I can think yeah. of. There are not many. There are not many. Because we know after Osborne, Nebraska is still searching. Frank Beamer, Virginia Tech hasn't figured it out since Frank exited stage left. You're right. There's very, very, very few examples, I'm sure. We'd have to rack our brains, but I'm sure they're few and yep. far between. But the Miami football coaches, University of Miami, Jimmy Johnson to, what is it, Dennis yeah, they, Erickson yeah. to... But Butch Jones, Butch Jones, Schellenberger won it. First. Yeah, Schellenberger won in '83. Those are bad. They're short. Butch Jones set it up. Yeah, yeah. They're short, right? They don't they are, stay they there. Were shorter. It's yeah. kind of like the Dallas, right? Jimmy Johnson, Barry Switzer. Yeah, it's short, but they did have. You know, they won Super Bowl. They, so. you know, they won. They won national championships yeah. with different guys yeah. uh, at the helm there. So, but it wasn't long sustained runs. No, it, it was not. It's hard. It's hard. That's the point of this conversation. Yeah. Bill, appreciate it as always. Have a great yeah. weekend. Appreciate it. And we'll talk Thanks, to you sir. later. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bill King, uh, simply the best talking college football every day, Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. right here on Nashville Sports Radio. Wide open the rest of the hour, 615-844-5600. If you want to get involved, you can do so as you listen to The McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. And now, the fine folks at Nick's Construction and Remodeling are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. It can wait. This message courtesy of Nick's Construction and Remodeling, serving the area with quality and pride. Call Nick's Construction and Remodeling today at 931-952-9587. 931-952-9587 for all your interior and exterior construction and remodeling needs. That's Nick's Construction and Remodeling. They do it all. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. 
there is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. I think Vrabel created this situation. I agree with you 150,000%. I, That's a I've lot never agreed with you on a take more than yeah. what you just said, yeah. Greg Pogue. Because a lot of people are saying, right, well, why would he go to New England? It's a bad roster. It's the cupboard's bare. He's going to have time to build it. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Your exclusive Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR, Skyscan Forecast. There's a wind advised until midnight. For this afternoon, plenty of sunshine with showers and a thunderstorm or two. High 60, winds will be gusting up to 45 miles per hour. High temperature 60, winds gusting to 45 miles per hour. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. A little bit later, we'll have the McFarland six-pack of picks. Before we get out of here, six NFL playoff games this weekend. Two on Saturday, three on Sunday, and a game on Monday night. Weird. And we'll make our picks. We had a good week last week, so we're excited. Mm. To get to the McFarland six pack of picks. 615 844 5600. We're live here on this windy Friday here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Eric. Eric, what's up? Hey, guys. As always, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Same yes, to you. <laughs> guys, I debated whether or not to do a top 10, but then when Justin explained it the way he did, I actually last night thought of and did a top 10. I'm going to get to it in a minute, but one quick thing about uh, the Alabama job. Another one that was considered, from what I understand, was Dabble Sweeney, but I heard he has a clause in this contract. I forget what the specifics of that clause was, but I think it benefits Clemson, and I don't know if Alabama wanted to deal with that or whatever, but I heard a report about that. So I think the clause now, was he had to use the transfer portal and he had to pay players. Something yeah, he seems yeah, to be unwilling like to do at Clemson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But, guys, I'm going to get to my top 10. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Titans in the NFL playoffs. Come on. First of all, number 10, I've got the Cleveland Browns. I love Cleveland. Oh, wow. I'd love to see them get to the playoffs. But due to the fact that their recent history, and they've been cursed by things like the drive for John Elway and the fumble by Ernest Biner, it w- I definitely think they'll win against Houston, but I don't know uh, how much further they'll go. Wait a minute. You, okay, so you've got the uh, somebody winning this weekend at 10. That's on the road. That is yeah, interesting. Yeah. Ju- that is interesting. Justin had him at four. I had him at six. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I do think still think they'll beat Houston. Uh, guys, number nine, I've got the Detroit Lions. I love Detroit. Would love to see them do it. But, guys, I think they're going to be in for a fight with the Rams, and I would not be shocked if the Rams win because Detroit still hasn't won since 1991. Guys, remember, this for me is not only history, but it's also what you've done over the past. So it's a combination of both for me. Number eight, I've got the Philadelphia Eagles. Listen, I love the Eagles, 
but they've lost five out of the last six. And if they weren't as banged up as they were with Jalen Hurts with his ring finger and the fact that A.J. Brown may not play Monday night, I think the Eagles are in some trouble, guys. And if they look really, really bad, everybody said, well, no, you can't fire uh, Nick Sirianni after getting the Super Bowl last year. Remember, guys, they fired Doug Peterson two years after he won the Super Bowl. So with that team, nothing surprises me. By the way, have Numbers, you, you seen the latest on A.J. Brown? I have not. No, I've yeah, missed it, Well, he didn't go, practice today. I know that. Well, yeah, but go go find him on Twitter. Oh, wait a minute. He, got, oh, he deleted the account, and he scrubbed you, all of his social media stuff. Okay. You can't, you can't do that in Philadelphia. You <laughs> cannot do that in Philadelphia. He's learned the hard way. You can't be like uh, that just in Philadelphia. <laughs> Whatever. They, they, they will not tolerate that in Philly. He, he's finding out the hard way. Well, he, he just, just can't did. be doing that stuff. Whatever. Yeah. But he yeah. got paid, though. Yeah, yeah, he did. So, he did. you know, go I ahead. Don't, yeah, I don't understand yeah. him on social media. I don't Whatever. get it, but Whatever. Yeah. he's done it again. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Number seven is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And listen, guys, I don't think this team's going to get the Super Bowl, but I will say this against Buffalo. If the weather's as bad and they're talking about blizzard condition, if they can run the ball, they can't keep it close because I think 10 and a half is a little bit too much, but it's also going to depend on things like turnovers and stuff like that. So we'll see about that. Number six, I got the Dallas Cowboys. Look, I love Dallas. I want them to win so badly. But, again, you got to show me in the playoffs. Maybe with two playoff games at home, they'll do something. But they got to at least get to the NFC Championship game. But if Mike McCarthy has a bad showing against Green Bay and they look bad, wouldn't be surprised if Jerry Jones fires him. Especially if he has a clock issue management like he did against Detroit and winds up losing the ball game. Number five, the Baltimore Ravens. Look, I, too, want to be behind Baltimore and back this team so badly. It is Number set up for them beautifully. Yes. What? Yes. Yes. They've he got, doesn't they've trust. They've got the offensive way. I'm being honest. I don't trust Eric. Them. He doesn't trust. Uh, I, look, look. If they win their first playoff game, I'll give it to them. But, guys, you got to remember, the, the, this is Lamar Jackson's sixth year. How many playoff games have they won? One. One. And that was against and that was against the Tennessee Titans yep. during the pandemic year. They've got to win their first game. Because if they lose, you know. They got, that loss got Vrabel fired. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. It's you. You have got to show me more than this because Lamar Jackson would be in his seventh year next year and one playoff win. I mean, come on now, you get you got to do something. Wow. At minimum, they've got to win a playoff game and get to the AFC Championship game. If they can't do that with this, this setup, then hey, I'll, I'm just saying they're getting Mark number, Andrews back. By the way, they're stud tight end. Yeah. Number four is the Los Angeles Rams, and I know why. If I got them so ranked so high. This is a team you got to give props to. They won the Super Bowl two years ago. Everybody thought they were going to be horrible again this year after last year. But I think Sean McVay certainly is going to get serious consideration for closer to the year with what he's done with uh, Matthew Stafford, Puka Nakua, fifth-round draft pick, Cooper uh, Cup, the running back they've got. Kyron Williams. Yeah, listen, I'm not saying they're going to get the Super Bowl, but with what they've done and having no first-round draft picks is amazing. And it tells how great of a coach Sean McVay is. Three is Buffalo. I know Buffalo, uh, they, too, have not gotten the Super Bowl recently. They've only been the AFC Championship game, but still over the number of years, they've had more playoff wins than Dallas and Baltimore combined. And I think with that uh, running game they've now found, it makes them more dangerous where you don't have to rely so much on Josh Allen. Number two is Kansas City. And I know Kansas City uh, has issues with wide receivers and all that stuff, but still they've got Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and uh, – Travis Kelsey, and you got to knock them out. So I never will count them out, even though they'll probably have to go on the road to win the Super Bowl this year or have a shot. And number one, of course, is San Francisco. 
And if they didn't have four quarterbacks going down last year, I think they would have beaten the Eagles. I know recent history, they've lost. They blew the game against Atlanta's 25-point lead uh, with when he was with Atlanta against New England and 10-point lead against Kansas City. But I, I definitely have trust San Francisco. I don't see anybody beating them. And if it's a rematch against Baltimore Super Bowl, I like them. But Eric, guys, as far, yeah. enjoy the games, and yes. uh, we'll talk next week. Got to go, well, man. With, yeah, okay. Take care. Thank you, Eric. Baltimore 5. Listen, he doesn't trust. I know. Doesn't believe. He's got trust issues. Yeah. All right, we got loaded lines. Uh, We'll come back. We'll quickly take a a break, come back, and rip through some more phone calls. As you listen to the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. And now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skates, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. 
Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. It's true, I listen every day. 615-844-5600. Back to the phones. Dr. Detroit, DD. Let's find out if he's nervous or excited. Gentlemen. Doctor. And how are you guys doing? I'm so, God, I'm just, my blood is just pumping. I'm so psyched. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to do probably the most underrated pick there is. And only one gentleman on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network thought the same thing as me. The NFC representatives go through Ford Field. Whoever wins between the Lions and Rams will be representing the NFC. What do you think about that? Who said that this morning? Nate Burleson? No. No, 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 the the other guy. Uh, Herman Moore? Really oh, no, 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 no. Uh, good morning football. Uh, okay. Stop, the, the one, stop he, picking he, with the, Dr. The, Detroit. The, 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 guy, the guy's more hyped up. The guy that Kyle really Brandt. Kyle Brandt. Kyle Brandt, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he said that. He said that. But, hey, guys, let me, let me throw something else at you. Mm-hmm. I, I really feel like this is, once again, you know, God gave me a gift. It's called premonition. All right, so Jim Harbaugh won for the Wolverine Nation, correct? He, yes. he did win the national championship, yes. Okay. His brother wins the Super Bowl and keeps it in the family. See ya! See you, D.D. All right. He's already, he's already won one. He, beat he his, has. He beat his brother. He, he did. How about that? So I guess uh, it could be a Harbaugh type of year. Who it, knows? it could be. Well, not according to Eric. Eric uh, does not believe Eric, John Harbaugh is well, going to win. He doesn't believe Lamar Jackson is going to win, uh, okay. but they're they're one and the same in this case. Okay. Back to the phones, Tony in Nolansville. Tony, what's up? About two minutes, Tony. Good afternoon, guys. Uh, first of all, I mentioned that a couple of weeks ago that it could be a Harbaugh winner. It, y'all might remember that I mentioned both Harbaugh's could be taking home the championship, uh, and it could happen. I don't know, but I, it could happen. Uh, Justin, yes, good sir. morning. Yes, Here's sir. Here's a uh, little quiz that I quizzed you and Darren a couple of weeks on. I did, on Tony. All the coaches. I did. I couldn't publicly give you credit for it, but I, I did use it. Yes, I did. You used it this morning. I was glad to see that. Good job on that. Thank you, sir. And, guys, let me say this. If uh, Alabama's going to go get this Kalen DeBoer, I tell you who he ought to call. He needs to call Brian Harson because this guy don't know what the hell he's getting himself into coming to the SEC. And he can coach now, out there all he in wants. In fairness, to. I wouldn't. I don't think it's. I think it's a little unfair to compare Kalen DeBoer to Brian Harson. Well, that might be true, but he could get the information because what he's fixing to step into when he steps in the state of Alabama. He better be prepared because right now what I see, I see two losses. I see the third Saturday in October, and I see November 30th 
when the Iron Bowl rolls around. Who did Brian Harson lose to in the national championship game? Who did he lose to again in the national championship game? He lost to Michigan. Brian Harson? Oh, no, I thought you were talking about Yeah, no, Washington. yeah. I'm just, the point is, I like, he never, I mean, he came from Boise State, didn't he? Right. I mean. And uh, when you step in the SEC and don't know, I know. The uh, look, I agree of yes. SEC. But he look one hundred four and twelve is still one hundred four and twelve. That is true. And I, I look, I am curious. So you're right. It's going to be a different animal, but I think they got the best guy. I really do. We'll see if it works out. Tony, thank you as always. Have thank a you, uh, great weekend. So you used one of Tony's stats. Since 1990, the Tennessee Titans have only hired former NFL players to be their coach. Nice. And that did, is true. Did you have everybody at Fox 17 going, whoa. I, I don't know if they went, Justin, whoa. But, you dude, know. Dude, mind blown. I did go over all the candidates and explain if they had NFL coaching experience or not. Hopefully they know you know sports now. I think they have a good idea. Okay, good. We'll come back. Hour number two. We'll talk <laughs> more sports. Here on the McFarland Show, next. Five sixty AM, ninety five nine FM, Brentwood, Nashville, one zero seven nine FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first twenty four hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. Following the coordinated airstrikes by the U.S. and Britain targeting Houthis militant operations in Yemen, President Biden at an event in Pennsylvania says the U.S. is working to deter the Iranian-backed militants from carrying out more attacks on commercial ships in the Red Sea. We will make sure that we respond to Houthis as they continue this outrageous behavior along with our allies. The president speaking with small business owners in Allentown today also says he still has confidence in Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, even though Austin did not inform the White House for days he was hospitalized due to complications from undergoing treatment from prostate cancer. House Speaker Mike Johnson says despite pushback from hardline House conservatives, he'll keep to the $1.6 trillion top-line agreement he and Senate leader Chuck Schumer worked out. That will avoid next week's looming government shutdown. Volatile storms stretching across the country, including blizzard conditions hitting the Midwest. This is ABC News. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage nasal care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. In Tennessee. 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, 
and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much by Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Alrighty then. Now, The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the McFarland Show rolling along on this Wednesday, Friday. Hope everybody's having a good day. 615-844-5600. Terry McCormick coming up in about 10 or so minutes. Also, the McFarland six-pack of picks before we get out of here as well. It's been a crazy week. So you heard us talking with Bill Keen in the last hour. Nick Saban retires. Kalen DeBoer is the new head coach. So Kalen DeBoer who had Washington in the national championship game, who lost to Michigan, is now the new football coach at Alabama. He has to fill the shoes left behind of the last 17 years of Nick Saban, who I believe, and many, many, many others believe, he is the greatest football co- college football coach ever. And to me, it's a slam dunk because of how difficult it is to sustain it in today's game, right? Absolutely. I mean, the things that changed on his watch, right, where they would just name a national champion, which was what they did back in the day, and they would have, depending on what service you looked at, they'd have five national champions crowned Mm -hmm. in a season. It was silly, right? I get it, it, but it was the 50s and 60s and 70s and what have you. But then, you know, it turned into... A playoff, yeah, and it's just more light, more games, and more and it's just got harder and harder and harder. And he never dropped; it never dropped off with him. It never dropped off. He is to me, undoubtedly, the greatest college football coach in the history of the sport. And there have been a lot of great ones, but there's nobody who is, I think, ever going to do it at the level Nick Saban did it. Probably not. Uh, it's probably going to be tough to be that dominant again, uh, given the landscape of college football and the way that players move around now. It's probably going to be very hard to get that kind of a that kind of momentum going with the program, with recruits. The game is just built differently. Rosters are built differently. You can't can't do it that way anymore. Um, guys move too easily. It, it, it's just a different game. So that level of dominance is probably never going to be seen again. Probably never. So we'll see if Kalen DeBoer 
can um, fill those very, very large shoes. Now, Washington's got an opening. We'll see what happens there. Is Jim Harbaugh going to leave Michigan and get, go to the NFL? Right now, New England, there was, there's been there's eight vacancies currently. By the way, there could be more uh, in the NFL. Se- seven now, because there was eight. New well, England that's what I'm, is that's what I'm okay. getting at. Oh, okay. There, there were eight yes. when we woke up. Yes. And then quickly, because it, it was very, very early this morning, that um, you know the news had gotten out that, they, hey, look, they already had a succession in place. Yep. And it's Gerard Mayo. So that took one opening away, basically overnight after yesterday. The big news was Bill Belichick was out. Yep. Gerard Mayo. So now down to seven vacancies. The Titans are doing their interviews. Yes. Evidently, one is complete. They've just completed their interview with the Cincinnati Bengals offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan, uh, for the head coaching position and uh, that has happened via Zoom. Apparently, uh, all of the interviews, and this is league-wide across the NFL, can only happen right now virtually, uh, and no in-person interviews can happen until after the divisional uh, playoff games, which are going to wrap up on January 22nd. Okay. And yet, the Patriots still hired Gerard Mayo. They had special permission (laughs) because they filed paperwork, and they had a succession plan. Yeah, I know. It's a joke. Okay. Uh, they 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 could have still interviewed him in person. What's well, the NFL going to do? Well, because he's just like I'm just here at work. I'm about to say I, I just I came into work today. The, the same thing exactly. <laughs> he's just having a different conversation in the same building. So now Gerard Mayo is going to be the youngest head coach in the NFL, and he, like Kalen DeBoer, has to fill these very, very. Very large shoes. What's interesting is uh, Gerard Mayo was uh, drafted by the Patriots in 2008. He played one season with Mike Vrabel. He was the left inside linebacker, was uh, Mayo, and Mike Vrabel was the left outside linebacker. Um, Vrabel left the next season, and of course, uh, Mayo continued on to you know a nice career there in New England. But they did play together for one year together on the left side of the Patriots defense. Pete Carroll is out in Seattle. So new chapter there with the Seahawks. Not sure where they're going. Probably Dan Campbell. Not Dan Campbell, I'm sorry. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Is that the that's, is that the speculation? That's the speculation. He's the former, of course, defensive coordinator there well, under Pete Carroll. Okay. So that's why a lot of people are linking him to that particular position that he would be the comfortable you know, fit. But he's the DC in Dallas, right? He is now. currently the DC in Dallas. And he was the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. He was. For their only No. No. No, that's not true. Not their only. Ninety eight they yeah. made it with Jamal Anderson. Yep. Uh the last time they were in the Super Bowl when they gagged away a twenty five to three yeah, lead. Yeah, they couldn't man. Was it twenty or twenty eight to three? Twenty eight to three. Twenty eight to three lead yeah. in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. That's correct. Dan Quinn was the head coach. He was. Carl or Kyle Shanahan was the OC. Was the offensive coordinator. So I'm not surprised. Dan Quinn probably deserves, no, not probably. He deserves another bite at the apple. He's been a very, very good DC. And yeah, I know it tailed off. Yeah, he faded uh, down the stretch yes, in, Atlanta in Atlanta really bad. And I don't know, I don't know how much he, I had to do with he Matt started Ryan. 0-5. Matt Ryan started fading, like his yeah. career, like he looked like he hit a wall. So I, I understand it ended. Badly. Look, when you don't have a job anymore, it's usually because it ends poorly. Mike Vrabel, it ended poorly here. Okay. Yeah. It, that's how it works. Usually, when you're 
getting fired. It's because it ended poorly. Bill Belichick is out because they went four and thirteen, not because they went thirteen and four. That is correct. And he's seventy-one years old. That is correct. Okay, so you've got Washington, you've got Carolina, which mm-hmm. may be one of the worst jobs in the NFL it's because it looks like Daniel Snyder, the league got rid of him finally, who was the worst owner in the league, and now they have found their new, in a short amount of time, worst owner in the league. David Tepper may be smart. He may be filthy, filthy rich. I think he's actually the second or third richest owner in the league. I think you're right. He's got that much money. He's got a lot. But he comes off as a total jack wagon. Mm. And he's only been the owner for what, like five years? Yeah, not that long. So he looks like he is headed uh, deep pockets, headed right down the same path as Daniel Snyder, as just a laughing stock of an owner in Carolina. We'll see. So I don't know who wants that job because that guy seems to be very, very hands-on and uh, you know is not going to be somebody in the backdrop. He is going to be hands-on. Yes. And so I don't know where they're going in Carolina. You've got Washington. Yes. Where are they going? Washington just hired a brand-new general manager yes. today. The guy from, from San Francisco. From San Francisco. Uh, Adam Peters, I believe is The one who, ref- who uh, declined. Declined. To yeah, interview here. To interview with the Titans last yeah. year. Yeah, that's right. So you've got that opening. You've got, of course, the Titans opening. Raiders, what are they going to do? Antonio Pierce, what are they doing? Are they Antonio bring Pierce, him who is one of the people who says he will interview with the Titans uh, coming up here soon, but also says he's in the mix still to remain the head coach in, in Las Vegas. So that's an interesting dynamic. So the question is, for everybody, for the people out there, when you saw it on social media or people that have called into sports talk shows here in town or they've put stuff out there, oh, my gosh, and especially the national media, especially. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, what were the Titans thinking? Mike Rabel's going to be atop of every openings list. Well, where, yeah. where do you think Mike Rabel's going? Now there's some rumors that he could take the year off. I don't see him as a take-the-year-off type of guy. To do what? He's still young. Recharge his batteries out. I'm not sure. Recharge his batteries. I'm not sure. Is he going to do Taylor Lewan's podcast? Maybe so. Maybe he'll start his own. Just be a regular or start his own? Maybe he'll start his own. Okay. Coach Coach Vrabes. Coach Vrabes. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Vrabes. You know, I don't don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He can... He does have personality. He does. I don't know. It could be good. It just depends on how I, much I don't, is he willing know. to. What's he willing to say? I that that would be the, the thing, uh, and I would venture to say he's not willing to say enough at this particular point in his career because I think he wants to coach again. So I think those are the kind of things yeah. that you do when you're done. Done. I think we were just that was tongue in cheek. We're having a little fun. So so what is the best opening? What is the best opening? What's the best opening? Is it Seattle? Mm-hmm. Seattle's a good, you know, Seattle's a good opening with a good ownership. They've been, they clearly have been successful. It's a place where you can be successful. History has shown and can um, win and can win. Um, they've got a quarterback who's a little older that you're going to need, you know, to adapt to a little bit. Chargers, uh, who they just we gave mentioned. a big contract. Chargers, we haven't mentioned. Well, the problem. The Chargers, the Panthers have ownership issues 
that you got to be willing to overlook yes. in order to take those jobs. Well, and the other thing with the Chargers is that people people are just convenient. They just go straight to Justin Herbert, and they're like, oh, and they've got, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, really, uh, really, it's a good roster. Well, guess what? It's also a roster that's cap-strapped. Cap-strapped. They don't, they, they got to get rid of some of those good players. Yeah. So, and as you mentioned, Spanos is not a good owner. Not viewed as a good owner. Not viewed as a good owner, no. He's not viewed as a good owner out there, so you've got to be willing to overlook some of that. Um, and then there's, you know, other issues as well, other jobs as well that I'm not sure if Rabel is a good fit for, so we'll see. Maybe that's why I'm you're off because these aren't very these attractive These aren't openings. very attractive openings right now. Hmm. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Terry McCormick, TitanInsider.com. He's been covering the Titans since they've been here. Let's get his thoughts on this week. We'll do that next. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. And now, the fine folks at The Fence Man are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. It can wait. This message is courtesy of The Fence Man, your local fence builder for over 35 years. Call Johnny today for all your fencing needs at 615-498-0492. 615-498-0492. The Fence Man, the professionals who care. 
Get back to the grind with your Memphis Grizzlies tomorrow at 7 p.m. when they host the New York Knicks on social media night. Catch all the action and be sure to arrive early. First 5,000 fans receive a Marcus smartphone holder. Get hyped. Get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets today by visiting grizzlies.com. That's grizzlies.com. The McFarland Show, video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio. The fun part, while the city continues to grow at a rapid pace, mm-hmm. constantly new people in. There's people like this show, Darren and Justin, here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. That's right. And this guy on the phone line, Terry McCormick, TitanInsider.com, who have seen things the entire time the Titans have been in this market. Terry, how we doing? Oh, we are busy, busy, busy. As all this stuff, you know, starts trying to come together. It's still a long way off, it feels like. Okay, before we get into we should have this segment probably sponsored by Outback and, and the Bloomin' Onion. So let's before we peel back this Bloomin' Onion, let me just start with news comes out at like 1145. I think it was... Somewhere between 11.30, 11.45, that window, when it hit, he's out. On what was that, Tuesday morning, what were, you, what were your initial thoughts? I was like, wow, I can't, you know, I was a little surprised by it because I thought that, you know, even though we'd been hearing all sorts of rumblings and about meetings and this, that, the other, I thought that Mike Vrabel would survive this and get the opportunity to rebuild this roster and this team. How nervous are you moving forward where, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have phrased it that way. Amy Adams Strunk, let me start here. Let me start over. Scratch that. Amy Adams Strunk, you know, is affectionately known as Miss Amy and all that good stuff. And none of us get to, you know, have an opportunity to, to, to have any interaction with her, real interaction. Um, and that's her choice, and that's fine. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of come off as, Oh, Miss Sweet, Miss Amy, and Miss Amy. I I do wonder if that's kind of changed now. It, it to me, it feels like the sentiment is changing on how people view her. Agree or disagree? Absolutely agree. Because I mean, and I think Mike Vrabel probably agrees too. Think think about this. You know, before when when things were going well over there, and Vrabel was at the helm, and they were you know, winning divisions and they were going to playoffs and they would, they would have these different press conferences, whether it would be to sign a player, whether it would be to, you know, some sort of charitable event. Mike Brable would always go out of his way to start the press conference. And John Robinson, too, for that matter, thanking Miss Amy and the organization. Well, if you notice that over the last year or so, that's kind of dried up. That probably should have been – a clue to us that all was not rosy inside St. Thomas Sports Park uh, between uh, the coach and the uh, owner of the team. That probably should have been our first inkling that maybe something wasn't as uh, hunky-dory as they you know, had previously projected it to be. And I do think that Amy Adams-Strunk has some of the same impulsiveness that her father did. Because if you read you know, 
what's what's been reported out there about the reason that you know she and Mike Brable didn't see eye to eye, and he was let go. Some of it was they lost to the Texans while wearing the Oilers uniform. They got the quarterback hurt against the Texans. Brable, you know, there were reports. Brable didn't go out of his way early enough to squash the rumors about the Patriots when he was up there being inducted into their Hall of Fame. All of those things individually seem relatively minor to, you know, you know, in my eyes, they do. They don't, it doesn't seem like the reason that I would want to fire a coach. Things happen, you know, and at some point with the Adams family, they're, they're going to have to realize that even though they're from Houston and they live there, the Texans are in your division. They're going to beat you sometimes. That's, that's just how it is. That's not, you know, that's not out of the, out of the ordinary. You know, the Colts and the Jaguars are going to beat you sometimes, and you're going to beat them sometimes. That's, that's how division play works in the NFL. So to me, you know, yes, I'm starting to see some of the same uh, trends and things that existed during Bud Adams' time where you, you maybe don't know that he's keeping score, but yeah, he is. He's kind of, he was kind of making a mental note, and all of a sudden, one day, Floyd Reese is no longer the GM, or Mike Reinfeldt is no longer the GM, or Jeff Fisher is no longer the head coach. Jeff Diamond is no longer the president of the team. Those sorts of things. You've been in the newspaper industry for a long time. Do you happen to still have a landline at your house? Uh, I do, but we don't use it. You do, but you don't use it. Okay. We, the internet is hooked up to it. Oh, um, okay. Because we're having you're you're doing. I want people to hear what you have to say, and you're you're a little choppy. Let me move into another room. Let's see okay. if that'll help. Okay, let's let's do that. Let's try. We're on with Terry McCormick with TitanInsider.com. Uh, he has covered this franchise since 1997. Not he goes further back than Darren and I. Um, he goes all the Memphis. way back to the Memphis year. Memphis in '97. Um, so Terry has literally seen. Everything, everything, everything. I will say this. I don't know. You know, we're all trying to sift through and we can read the reports together and try to sift through what is real, what's not, and and what have you. Uh, If Mike Vrabel, I don't know if he wanted power or not. I don't know. Um, If he did, I don't blame them for not giving him general manager power. Like, I get it. He saw it with Bill in New England. He saw it at Ohio State. He probably saw, I mean, he's seen it other places and he saw with Bill O'Brien in Houston, uh, you know, and maybe he wanted that. It's like, but I don't blame them for not doing this or doing that. I guess of all the stuff out there, they weren't, she wasn't happy about when he went up there. I will say this. The more I think about all these layers, I truly believe, because I said it many, many times this year, Terry, I said, Mike Vrabel, you can go back and review the tapes. I said, Mike Vrabel looks like a guy that knows he can't fix this team. This team is destined to be 5-12. and 12. I said it for a, going, I don't know, middle of the season or whatever. I was like, this team is going to be a 5-12 and 12 team. And he knows he can't fix it. That's what he looks like to me. And with that being said, Terry, it's starting to really, really feel like he knew that and maybe he knew he couldn't fix it. It was going to take too long. And he's like, I think it's time for me to get out of here. I can't fix 
this. How much of that do you think is true? I think there's some validity to that because when you think about where this team was, I think with the limited cap space that they had last offseason and as many draft picks as they had missed on and just kind of overall, especially because it's one of those things where you knew the offense was handicapped with a terrible offensive line. You knew that, you know, you could put anybody under center with that team and it was probably not going to work, work out very well because you're talking about 65 sacks given up, which is just a ridiculous number. So I think he probably knew some of that. Now, I think by going in, if he did indeed ask for roster control and ask for, you know, things like that, I think that is, to your point, I think he knew that this was probably a two- to three-year fix. Yeah. I I, I don't. I, yeah, I, and I don't blame them for that. So another thing I said is this: they they need to get off this stupid word of collaboration. Like just just stop it because you know just hire a coach and have him coach the football team. You have a GM, have him be a GM, and you have an owner that whenever she wants to, you know, do whatever she wants to do, she can do it because she's the damn owner. Like let's just unwrap because it doesn't mean a hill of beans. If Amy Adams Strunk wakes up one day and she's had enough and she just blows everything up, which it does seem like has been very impulse, like you said, very daddy-like. And so let's get off the collaboration. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that. I mean, the only way, I mean, I get it, exactly what you said. Let the coach do his job, let the GM do his job, and if you see that one of them is not getting the job done or both of them are not getting the job done, then make a change. You know, the only way, you know, to me, the quickest way to fix this, and this is not a, this is not a direction that they're going to go, and you know this as well as I do as soon as these words come out of my mouth, would be go write a $20 million check per year to Jim Harbaugh and say, come fix my team. But we know that's not going to happen because that would, that would you know, usurp her authority that would usurp Rand Carthon's, you know, role, everything that, that's going on here. I think, you know, if you if you want it fixed, hire somebody that knows how to fix things. Otherwise, when you when you go out and you hire a young coach who has yet, you know, who has yet to be a head coach, you know, most of these guys, other than, you know, the occasional retread like Dan Quinn or Jim Schwartz gets in the mix, most of these guys don't have a track record other than as a coordinator. So you're getting you're you're rolling the dice. They, you know they may turn out to be the next Sean McVay. They might turn out to be the next Adam Gase. You just don't know. You know, but but when you do that, you know, then if you don't get it right, three years from now you're going to be back in the same place. You probably because you probably have messed up with the wrong coach. You're going to fire the GM who hired that coach, and you're going to be looking for a new quarterback because you couldn't develop the one you had. So this is a very, very important hire for this organization. Most certainly is. Uh, Terry, um, you may or may not be aware that every single head coach that this organization has hired since 1990 has played in the National Football League at some point. Yeah, um, I put that tweet out yesterday, as a matter of fact. So, what do you think the chances are that they finally break that streak and hire someone who has not 
worn a helmet and shoulder pads in the National Football League? Well, if they go to the offensive side of the ball, which I think they absolutely need to do, and I'll explain my reasoning for that here in just a second, then I don't see a candidate out there that is a former uh, that is a former player on the offensive side of the ball with that type of training. You're talking about guys like Ben Johnson or Brian Callahan. Uh, Mike Kafter, though. Mike Kafter, though, in in New York. True, but then, but I also tweeted this out. He might be a fine coach, but it's kind of hard to sell the fan base and your fans if you're bringing in a guy who was the offensive coordinator for a team that was worse than you were. <laughs> There's a lot I mean, of truth to saying, that. He, he might be the second coming of Don Shula, but that but it doesn't give that look off if you're hiring a guy who who, you know, was with the Giants and, you know, trotted Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor and Tommy DeVito out there. Wow. All right. So you think it's likely if they keep going offense that they're gonna have to uh go with a non a non player? Probably. And here's my reason for going offense. All right. If you hire an offensive coach and you hire the right guy, he puts a system in place like Sean McVay, like Matt LaFleur. You know, he, he, he puts his system in place and the system is there for as long as he is. And you don't, and, and you can interchange the parts of coordinators and quarterbacks coaches and tight end coaches and do all that. And then you hire somebody to run the defense because this guy comes from an offensive background. You give a, for lack of a better term, a Wade Phillips, Todd Bowles type of guy who really knows defense. And you say, coach my defense. And then, but if you hire somebody who comes from a defensive background as your head coach, then if he brings in a good offensive coordinator, some team in two or three years is going to snap up that good offensive coordinator, and you're going to be left looking for the next guy, hoping he's as good and his system is as good as what just left out the door. Whereas if you hire the offensive-minded head coach, the system stays in place, and defensive coordinators are much easier to find and offensive coordinators in terms of guys who can do a good job and run one side of the ball, in my opinion. It's going to be interesting. Brian Callahan is the first one who has completed the interview. We'll see where this goes and uh, how long it's going to take. Terry, appreciate it as always. You have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk soon. Thank you, sir. All right. Thanks, guys. Terry McCormick, TitanInsider.com. Don't know where this is going. No. Um, You know, I've been, I've just been, obviously, been thinking about this a lot because we've been talking yeah, about it, yeah. a lot, and this is a, such a huge, huge hire because I don't know. That's the thing. I, I've been asked the question. You know, is this a, like, is this a, you know, good idea, bad idea? And I, like, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've, I've stated my my pros and my cons of Mike Vrabel on the show, but ultimately, Justin. I don't know if this is the right move or not. I There's a lot of things wow. about Mike Vrabel that I think can be better on somebody else's watch. There's also a lot of it. There's a lot of things about Mike Vrabel. I'm not so sure somebody else can be better mm-hmm. on a new watch yeah. than he was. So I don't know. Would, 
And there's and the other part is we don't know really to this point what Rand Carthon is. We don't no. hear from him much. And it sounds like that he kind of deferred to Mike in this last wow. draft. You know, kind of like, what do you think? Okay, there's what well, I think. Okay. But if you want, you know, because, you know, there is yeah. there is a story out there that somebody wanted Skaronsky and somebody yeah. didn't. Somebody wanted Zay Flowers. Somebody wanted Zay Flowers. I don't know if you've looked at Zay Flowers this year. And if you looked at Skaronsky this year, it's one year and they're rookies. But it does seem like one looks to be better than the other. It's one year. Zay Flowers had quite the season for the Ravens. Okay. And Skaronsky was okay. Yeah, he was okay. He was okay. He was okay. I want to respond to a couple things you just said. Okay. You said you don't know if this is the right move for the Titans to make or not. Well, I've got good news. They don't know either. They don't. They don't know. Um... You know, they think they know. Then, then, then stop. Hold on sure. one second. One second. Sure. If that is true, then this truly was. You heard, you heard the term, and I know you do, because yeah. you probably say it on TV, Justin. Impulse buy, right? You guys do stories on impulse buys. Yeah. This was an impulse decision then. Well. If they don't know, because it seemed like the story is when she just said, Mike Malark, you just want a playoff game. Thank you but hit the bricks, he's gone because I know the next guy is going to be even better than him. It is literally impossible for her to know that. She doesn't know if this is the right well, move or not. that's certainly the picture they painted, though, right? She can paint whatever picture she would like to. <laughs> there is no way that she knows if the person coming in the door is going to be better than Mike Vrabel. She can't know that. There's no way she could know that. Um, so you don't know that, and neither does she. Neither does Rand Carthen, neither does Will Levis, neither does anybody else. Anybody who tells you otherwise is fooling themselves. They don't know. You don't know until you start going through the process because you don't know what is going to happen along the way. We think we understand, but then we get in the middle of it, and we don't know what circumstances are going to present themselves, and, and then what happens after that. But what's tricky, Justin, is typically, typically, when you're moving on from a coach— or a GM, mm -hmm. typically you're going, yeah, we don't know, but could it really be worse, right? That's what we're saying, right? Well, could it really be worse? That's typically what happens, but not all the time. But we're not saying that in this case. No, we're not, but although, well, I, I am to a certain degree, which you know led to my rant earlier this week about what has Mike Vrabel really accomplished that is so great and wonderful that we haven't already seen. So in, in my mind, looking at the long-term health of the franchise throughout the entire 25 years, can it, can it really, like what, like what's going to happen? I know, but I understand. You know what I'm saying? I understand. It's usually bottomed out. Yeah, I understand. Or it's, it's, it's really low. No, I, I get what you're saying. The, the other part about what you were saying about Rand Carthen and his ability, and we don't know what he is and, he seems to defer to to Mike Vrabel. He came on the program, and when he was here, we asked him about, you know, the draft process, and he told us the draft board was pretty much set when he got there. That's what he told us. You know, without with zero push or trick questions or anything, you just, listen, I, well, you know, honestly, the draft board was, was pretty set when I walked in. They already had stuff. So, okay. 
but he clearly had his own little draft board as well because, like I said, that there's you know there's stuff out there that he wanted a receiver, and they went <coughs> with a guard. Well, his draft board may have been dictated by his own personal beliefs, and some of that may have been driven by his general manager back in San Francisco. Um, but now he's got a new general manager. Well, he is general manager, and he's got new ownership and new philosophies. But yes, to your point, he did say that to us. He did say that. He so did. it's not surprising now. And when they asked him, are you picking the next head coach? He says, well, I'm going to be part of the process. Of, does that sound like you're in charge? If you're part of the pro- I think. No. I think, well, it's not like he's in charge of me. I think he could have done a better job of saying, well, I'm I'm the general manager. Of course, I'm going to be in the room. I'm going to go through all of this stuff. I mean, am I going to be involved in the process? Of course. But ultimately, Amy Adams Strunk, if she wants somebody or doesn't want somebody, is going to dictate this process. Why is that so bad to say? Why is it? It's the truth. Well, because ultimately she has the final say. If that's not the message your boss wants delivered, then that's not what you say. She has to sign off. Of course she does. She has to. Of course she does. But again, if that is not the the message, a lot of this is about messaging when it comes to, especially when it comes to. Well, they haven't been very good at messaging. Now that's a whole other thing. Maybe they should take classes on it. That's a whole other thing. They've got to come together with a with a with a concrete message they want to get out there. But Rand Carthen is going to be involved with this. Amy Adams is obviously going to make the ultimate decision. Where do they go? It seems to me they should go to the offensive side. I agree with Terry, but all the experience and, and this is what's going to be tricky about this, Darren. All the experience in this particular pool of people that we're looking at, if you take their the pool of people at face value, all the experience is over on the defensive side. The offensive folks, their resumes are really thin. Yeah. Really thin. And it gets thinner all the time, by the way. Yeah. In about four or five years, we're going to be going from quarterbacks coach to, to you know, we're going to be going from offensive quality control straight to head coach here. Uh, John Harbaugh was hired by the Ravens from a special teams coach. But he at least he was the wasn't he the special teams coordinator? Like he wasn't an assistant. No, he was the special teams coordinator. Yeah, you don't at least see, he had a coordinator yeah, position. Yeah, you don't though. see that very often. I understand, but the the Bobby Slowick yeah. uh, gentleman down mm-hmm. there in Houston, and God bless him. Listen, he looks like he's done a wonderful job. He spent six years in San Francisco. None of them were offensive coordinator. He's done one year in Houston as the offensive coordinator, and now he's ready to be a head coach in the National Football League. Matt Lafleur, I E C Matt Lafleur. Uh, this is this is where we are now. He was truly an OC for one year here. He wasn't the OC in LA. He had the title. He was truly the OC here for a year and became the head coach of the Packers. And and, and by the way, and look, I was the one on on radio going, I I like him a lot. He's not ready yet. It's not his time yet. That, I was the one saying that. Hey. He's not going to be the head coach of the Packers because he he needs more seasoning. I said that. I was wrong. And by the way, Mike Vrabel himself was a linebacker's coach yes. and was D.C. Year. for, what, a year no, and a half? No, one year? a year. Was, and did they and tear? And they were horrible. Were they the 85 Bears that no, year? No, they were The 2000 horrible. Ravens that year? No. Head coach. I mean, so the qualifications, it really is just about who do you like. Yeah. Because they've swept 
Oh, you no longer have to be some dominating offense or defense to be a head coach anymore. It just doesn't matter now. Now we just, we like him, our synergy mixes or whatever it is, and, and now you're hired. We'll come back. McFarland's six-pack of picks next. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, Every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now download the free upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo code lift for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's promo code lift you can cash out anytime right to your bank account to paypal or an e-gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code lift for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's code lift in a single moment everything can change when a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM.
welcoming calls from all around Middle Tennessee. 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. This is how you can watch the show. You can listen to the show anywhere in the world. I would download the app. It's free. WNSR. Go to the website, WNSR.com. Live stream it anywhere in the world. Back here on the show, we are the McFarlands, Darren and Justin, here on the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside. It is time for the McFarlands six-pack of picks. It's going to be real clean and easy this week. There are six NFL playoff games, and those are the games we're going to pick. Last week, I went four and two. Justin went five and one. Your lone hiccup Man. was the under 99 and a half yards rushing for Derrick Henry. That was your only hiccup. Yeah. I tried to tell you. I was going to well, have a big day. I was right on the carries. I was just under on the yardage. Well, he had 19 carries. I said he was going to have 20 or more. Yeah, I thought I thought you said 25. No, I said 20. You I said 20? he's going to have okay. 20 or more. All right, then. That's whatever. That's I said whatever. I feel very confident he's going to have 20 or more carries and definitely over 100 yards. Okay. So uh, that was your only hiccup. That was it. Uh, my two hiccups were I had the Colts against the Texans and uh, Washington against Michigan. Whoops. So my record on the season, this is, remember, against the spread. We've been doing this all year, 46 and 56. Not great, but that's what it is. And yours is 58 and 44, which is stellar. Okay. Again, you have missed an opportunity to be driving a very, very nice car outside. Okay. Well, thank you for that reminder. So a couple new suits for Fox 17. Appreciate it. I'm going to take the car at this point. Well, yeah. Thank you. But you've you've left a lot of, you know, as they say, meat on the table. Listen, it's it's scary. So I I don't have this much courage. It's cool when you're just out here with the the paper. Nothing's on the line. Nothing's on the line. It's (laughs) just us reviewing it. Yeah. You know, but when you got to actually put the, you know, the stuff that comes in the direct deposit, you got to put that out there. Now you're, you're second guessing a little bit. I'm like, I don't know if that's really going to happen. Scared money don't win, Justin. Yeah, that's why. And that's why I'm 54 and 44 or whatever. So, all right, let's start with uh, the Browns and the Texans down in Houston. All right. Texans getting one and a half. Uh, give me the Browns. Give me the Brownies here. Uh, I just believe Joe Flacco gets it done. First playoff game for uh, for the rookie for CJ Stroud against you know the super veteran here in this case. Um, uh, give me the Browns. I want you to listen to the stat. Yeah, Joe, thirty-eight year old Flacco. Yeah, has won seven road playoff games yeah not seven playoff games no seven playoff games on the road yeah in his career yeah give me the browns yeah dolphins at the chiefs oh the chiefs all day kansas city by four you don't even want to hear the line you, you tell me the line that's fine you can't see by four, four four and a half okay the chiefs wow I, I don't believe in the dolphins i i believe i believe in the history here i don't believe that the Miami Dolphins are going to win their first playoff game in you know twenty something years by defend, by beating the defending champions on the road. I just don't believe that. 
Tua has never won in temperatures like this in his career. It's never happened. I think he's uh, 0-4 because obviously he didn't play in temps like this in college. No. He played in Tuscaloosa. Yes. So um, he's 0-4 in temps like this. It's going to be below zero yes. in Kansas City. And the, chi- or the, the Dolphins are really, really banged up. It's going to be too much for them. I'll take Kansas City as well. Uh, the Bills at home, favored by nine and a half over Pittsburgh. Ooh. Man, this is tough. This is really tough for me. Um, because normally I pick the Steelers almost at all times because, you know, they're the Steelers and they win way more than they lose historically. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the playoffs, and they've lost their last three playoff games at least. So that same thing in the regular season for them doesn't necessarily carry over to the playoffs, and they're missing their best player. Um, and so for all of that reason, uh, the Steelers going to cover. That, that, that's the that's the one I'm playing with. I think Buffalo wins. I'm just trying to figure out, do the Steelers cover? And I think the Steelers will cover. So give me the Steelers. I think they, they get closer. I think they play with a little pride, and I think – the moment for Buffalo. Give me, give me the Steelers to cover, not to win. It's going to be a very, very, very sloppy game. Conditions are going to be awful in Buffalo. I mean, awful. And they've had a lot of awful condition games in Buffalo. I've attended one of them a long time ago. It's going to be bad. It's going to be ugly. It'll probably be sloppy. Josh Allen is prone to turnovers. Pittsburgh isn't going to win, but they are going to cover. So, so far, uh, this is unlike us too. We've done mm-hmm. this all year. We usually have a lot of differences. So far, so far, none. Dallas hosting the Packers. Cowboys favored by seven and a half. Um, <laughs> uh, give me the Packers. Packers in the points. Yeah. Uh, I will take Dallas at home. Okay. There's a our first difference. Okay. The the doozy Rams at the Lions. In Detroit, Lions favored by three and a half. Give me the Rams. Yeah, I think this is going to be this is going to be a, a great game. I can't wait. Uh, by the way, that Chiefs Dolphins game. If you haven't heard us say it this week, we've tried to warn you. If you're looking for it, uh, you're only going to find it on Peacock. So, good luck to you. Good luck. A lot of people are ticked off, including me. And I may just, I don't know. I haven't decided what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the Rams and the points. With you, uh, finally Monday night, Eagles at the Bucks in Tampa. Bucks getting three and a half. Whew. Man, give me the Eagles over over your beloved Bucks. And regular season's over. Okay. Give me the Eagles. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles too. Sorry, sorry, Baker. It's it's, uh, it's tempting, but give me the Eagles. So we only have one difference. One difference there. We'll see. Packers Dallas game. Okay, we'll take our final break. Come back and put a bow on this week. We'll do that next. And now, Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, backed by 45 years of experience. For all your residential or commercial metal and shingle roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 615-414-8466. 615-414-8466. That's Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. 
Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team from any seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville Double Stack or the world-famous Bar Lines Grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar Lines Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, if you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. They put themselves in this position. It's a shame they put themselves in this position because I think not only is the division there to be had, the conference is there to be had. If they had more talent, if they had their stuff together. It's not the murderer's row that we thought the AFC was going to be going into the season. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The McFarland Show, streaming live on the WNSR app and on WNSR.com. All things are true. SEC basketball this weekend. Tennessee at Georgia. That game will be an 11 o'clock in the morning game. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. on ESPN2. There you go. Tennessee at Georgia. The brunch. Yeah. 11 a.m. to get things started. Vanderbilt. At Ole Miss, that game will be at noon, and that is on SEC Network. Kentucky at Texas A&M on ESPN at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. South Carolina at Missouri, SEC Network, 2.30 in the afternoon tomorrow. Arkansas at Florida, 
That's on ESPN at 3 o'clock. LSU at Auburn. SEC Network at 5 o'clock. And Alabama at Mississippi State. SEC Network, 7.30 p.m. tip. Those were all our time. Uh, Predators tonight in Dallas. Tonight, Mm -hmm. they just beat the Stars in Dallas 4-3. So we'll see if they can do that. Remember, Dallas gave them the heartbreak loss here. Yeah. And then they went to Dallas and beat them, and they're going to turn around and play. So that's like three times yeah. in a very short amount of time. So in Dallas tonight, back home tomorrow night here at Bridgestone Arena against the Islanders. I feel like a playoff series with Dallas. I know. Yeah, a little divisional yeah. divisional matchup. So we'll see, uh, of course, the Predators uh, on Grateful Dead night uh, did not do well. No. On Tuesday night. They played dead uh Tuesday night. Yeah. They fell to the ducks. They, they were rethink that. Yeah, that, that theme was, night. That was not good. No. Or at least the way they play on that theme night. Yeah. I mean nothing wrong with the Grateful Dead. I'm no. just saying that, no. you know, I, I don't know. Something something going on with that theme, maybe. I don't know. It was a not a good night. We'll see how they respond to not a yes. good night. Yes. I would agree. The ducks. But they'll have their hands full. Two good teams. Mm-hmm. Tonight and tomorrow stars and islanders it's gonna be another exciting weekend of sports i don't know what else is gonna happen i'm sure all the stuff we've talked about this week there's gonna be a oh, couple yeah. more things listen stay warm everybody it's yes. gonna get cold be safe it is gonna snow a little bit we think so stay warm please tsu and lindenwood tomorrow at three o'clock right here on these airwaves on Nashville Sports Radio. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. See you then.